Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. My cup runneth over because I keep dipping it in the red wave. It's high noon for Monday, November 9th, 2020. And before anything else, I just want to say a big thank you to Tommy Vexed, who put a bunch of new eyes on my profile and this podcast. And I really, truly appreciate that. The uh, outpouring of love and support from his fans this weekend was awesome. Uh Tommy's a singer, by the way, a great band called Bad Wolves. So check them out. And that was a great help to my weekend because, of course, when I said quite clearly to the denizens of the Hollywood liberal class that this isn't how elections work and you don't just get to believe that What CNN says dictates reality. People got very, very sad and mad at me. And they tried to hurt my feelings. It was so difficult for me to get through. Someone declared that I was canceled. Oh, no. Oh, no. These people think... That it is still easy to silence 60 to 70 million people in this country. Now, I don't imagine that all of the people that voted for Donald Trump are going to stick this out. They will try to enforce the same sense of false decorum that they have been enforcing for their entire lives because it benefits their position in society. And so they will say that we need to accept that Joe Biden is president for reconciliation. 
of course, doing so would be antithetical to the law and to morality because the media and Democrat politicians and rhinos do not get to tell everyone else that their vote is invalid. They don't get to disenfranchise all the Trump voters from minority communities who supported him in a historic fashion. They don't get to invalidate and disenfranchise all the first time voters who for their lives sat out from taking part in our electoral process because they felt like no one represented them or represented the country. You don't get to disenfranchise those people. And you don't get to disenfranchise all of the Democrats who were sick to death of watching their party promote socialism and communism, defend and justify rampant, heinous violence, continue to divide people up by race and gender, and then bully the entire culture into silence and submission. They don't get to do that anymore. There are more of us than there are of them. The idea that Joe Biden won by way of the Electoral College is comical. If that were the case, they wouldn't have had to cheat in so many places. First off, I am 100% of the belief that not only will Donald Trump win Arizona and North Carolina, but that he has also won. I'm putting this in the past tense because there isn't something now ahead that is going to change Donald Trump into the winner. He has already won. The only difference between now and that point will be a legal review of the process and a legitimate count of legitimate voters. And when that happens, it will be quite clear that Donald Trump has not only won these seven states, but other ones as well. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind about that. We are being shown how the voter fraud operation functions on a mass scale. There is no more denying reality. Joe Biden's voters will continue to do it because that is what they do. But the reality exists as is. All we have to do is recognize it. And yes, this is a strange time because we are consistently being told a story that does not in any way match reality. And we need to understand that. We lose when we accept or when we allow others to accept that we are stuck in this condition. We are not. All they have is the story. All they have is the mainstream media, the celebrities, and tech. The other options are already done. 
and these options will fail as well. Parler was the number one app in the world this weekend because people are leaving Twitter behind as they should. For the record, you can find me on Parler at I'm your moderator. Fox News, likewise, is finished. They just screwed over their entire target demographic. And then they suspended one of their hosts, Judge Jeanine Pirro, because she was talking about voter fraud. Now, I really like Tucker Carlson, and I guess we'll see what happens. And I'm almost certain someone can check me on this, but I think that Tucker has full editorial control of his show. And so I hope that he will use his platform to push the network and to kind of just play a game of chicken with them. That would be great. And to tell the public the truth. But if he doesn't, then sorry, he's done too. I'm not going to tell you guys what to do, but I myself am going to call my cable company. I have one of those, uh, those packages where you can select particular channels, like a, just a certain number of channels, which is kind of cool. Uh, I will be canceling Fox News today. I'll, I'll be canceling CNN too. I mean, I could have done that forever ago, but like who wants to call the cable company for 15 minutes? I have already canceled my subscription to National Review, The Dispatch, and Commentary. I am not interested in hearing opinions of neocons who are primarily consumed with their sense of false decorum. I will not listen to those people anymore, and they will not get my financial support. I was listening to the National Review podcast last week, and Charles C.W. Cook, who is literally one of my favorite people in the political realm, But I listened to him ranting about how disgusting it was that Donald Trump said the election was stolen. Well, what is the man supposed to say? The election is being stolen. Or at least they're attempting, because, of course, it will not be. Donald Trump is not quitting, and I'm not quitting, and you're not quitting. The most amazing thing is that all we have to do is believe. That's it. And I'm not trying to get all religious here, but literally, I'm saying functionally in the world, all we have to do is keep believing. Because the thing is, the media can only do this for so long. If Donald Trump gets out on the road and starts doing rallies and they refuse to cover them, people will gravitate towards platforms that do. If Twitter shuts down Donald Trump Donald Trump immediately leaves, goes to parlor, and then the entire mainstream media has to migrate there so that they can cover him. Donald Trump is bigger than they are, and we are bigger than they are. We are also bigger just by sheer numbers than the people who voted for Joe Biden. You have to know that's true. Joe Biden wasn't winning shit. Until they started finding hundreds of thousands of ballots, but only in blue cities, in blue states or blue cities in 
you know, purple states. But the truth is, it's well beyond that, too. Joe Biden, Barack Obama and Lady Gaga couldn't get 60 people to their rally. You really think that Joe Biden just received the most votes in U.S. history? No way in hell. Sorry, I don't have to pretend that those numbers that are still uncertified by every single state in the union represent reality. They don't. There's no reason to believe them. And without getting into the nitty gritty of all these states, because you guys can hear that on some other podcast. There's ample evidence right now as we speak to know that there's no chance Joe Biden is winning these states. Pennsylvania is already ignoring a Supreme Court order that Samuel Alito wrote on Friday night that they need to separate and segregate all of the ballots that came in after 8 p.m. on election night. Are they doing it? They're trying not to. Have they let anyone watch the vote counts? Nope. There are computer errors everywhere. There are people who have now signed affidavits and will testify that the people working in the post office told their staffs to backdate ballots, mail-in ballots. This isn't a conspiracy theory. There are real Americans who are going to testify under penalty of perjury that this is true. Are you really going to bet that they can't prove it? Are you going to bet that Donald Trump and the intelligence community and the Department of Homeland Security just were totally unaware of the computer systems that Democrats were using? This has always been about the information. It is whether or not they can convince enough people to believe the lie. And if enough people believe it, or if enough people stop fighting, then they win. That is it. All you have to do is keep saying, nope, this isn't how elections work. Sorry, the media can't call Joe Biden the winner. Sorry, none of these states are certified. California and New Jersey the last I looked, it could be different as we speak, but the last I looked had not started counting their in-person vote. They just announced the winners of all these things. And then who's going to turn around in days or weeks when they realize they've been wronged? Who's going to have the momentum to be able to fight these things in court, to be able to raise the money? for the court cases while they're taking on a corrupt Democrat machine fully backed by China. No one would be able to do that. So they tell us a false story. They let the false story sit. They try to bat off any little contenders for space inside the central narrative. And they wait until everybody gives up. But no one's giving up. Donald Trump's not giving up. I'm not giving up. I know Tommy Vex ain't giving up. 
We don't have to accept this. It's not even hard to understand how this happened. Is it really so difficult to believe that the party of the KKK and Jim Crow and affirmative action and quote unquote anti-racism started to just exploit the urban black vote after the Civil Rights Act? They wanted to cement a permanent Democrat majority. So they found corrupt politicians willing to exploit the vote of urban black and Hispanic communities. And then doing so, showing that they were voting 95% Democrat, they turned around to the white voters in those communities and said, if you don't do this, you're racist. And so many people just continued on doing it. And these Democrat machines operate across the country. This is how they have won elections. There is a reason why virtually no one votes for them anywhere but inside cities. Because they can take the cities over. They can continue the voter fraud operation. They can keep their majorities. They can call everyone else racist. And as soon as enough places vote Democrat, like Los Angeles and San Francisco, what at that point can't they override? They can override everything. They can set the laws up and the voting process up to ensure that they can cheat and that they are very unlikely to get caught. Of course, this time they have, and they kind of did in 2018 and 2016 and 2012, but that's a conversation for the future. There is a reason Democrats win. And it is not because everybody wants socialism. No one wants that. Crazy people want that. People who literally cannot think for themselves whatsoever want that because then they won't have to think for themselves. They can just continue on in their lives. If they don't want to work, no big deal. Somebody, somebody will give you money because you're so valuable as an individual that you need to be taken care of even if you refuse to participate in the betterment of society. You still need to be taken care of because you're a human. Yeah, we're all humans. Most of us don't shirk our responsibilities to ourselves, to our families, and to our communities. And we don't show up once every four years to say, you're racist, and then turn the other way as the system oppresses the most vulnerable. And that is what it's doing. These people voted to entrench a corrupt system of power to the benefit of none but the most wealthy and the most culturally powerful. These people are not trying to root out 
white supremacy. They are trying to root out the feeling of American supremacy inside America. They are trying to rid this country of national pride so that it can be one with the globe. I do not want to be one with the Chinese Communist Party. And that has nothing to do with the Chinese citizens who, by the way, are the victims of the Chinese Communist Party who you just empowered. Biden voters. And it's funny because not one of them can make the positive case for Joe Biden. They can only make the negative case against Donald Trump. But all of us can make the positive case for Donald Trump and the negative case for Joe Biden. That matters. We know what this means. We know the future of America is literally at stake. Joe Biden is out there telling us that we're going to have coronavirus lockdowns when he pretends to take office or when Kamala Harris takes office, according to Siri. Joe Biden is going to be working with Bill Gates to make sure our vaccines are perfect. Thank goodness. That's what the science says. The science says Bill Gates is a hero. They want to rejoin the WHO, the organization that for six weeks was silenced by the Chinese Communist Party from letting the world know about the coronavirus. The organization that on January 14th declared that human to human transmission did not happen. Anthony Fauci, I think March 9th was maybe the last day that he said it, that coronavirus was not going to be an issue. That entire time he was saying that masks do not work except as a virtue signal. And of course he was right then. And we all know it. Are we really going to live in a country run by the maskies? And of course, they had their big parties. They were honking their little horns. They were drinking champagne on the street corners. Let them eat cake. That's them. A bunch of fucking Marie Antoinette wannabes with second grade educations. Fucking dollar store Wonder Woman going out to save all the little people. None of whom, of course, you know or want to be friends with. That's how Hollywood is. Being friends in Hollywood is only good if you can get somewhere from that person. That is why these people will abandon and betray you as soon as they feel you have in some way threatened their social standing. And of course, that's why they're mad at me. Because the whole thing here is that no one is supposed to say how it is. If you benefit from the system here, you're supposed to shut up. And I'm saying benefit in any way. If you know the right people, if you're able to go to the right parties, you can't say anything. Because if you do, you're not allowed in the club anymore. But what happens when people don't care? And when they say, hey, 
I don't care. These people lose their shit because their power is gone. Their power is only one of social oppression. There is nothing else that they have going for them. They can't make their argument, which is why they don't have them. Their argument goes immediately to hate. All of them are like, well, yeah, well, we, we got the most votes in the electoral college. And so we won. You should just concede. And if you don't concede, you're ripping the country apart. How are you going to invalidate the results of an election? And yes, I'm going to call them dummies because they are dummies. And sorry, no, I don't feel bad about saying that. All weekend, I got tone checked by people. Oh, hey, you know, like, I understand that you believe what you believe, but you better tone it down. You don't want people to think you're mean. You know, you sound like you sound like you're really angry and maybe you should just maybe you should take some time off for yourself. No, dummy. That's not how it works. I'm just fine. I'm sad that you guys don't know anything and that you can't get yourself out of this cardboard box that you find yourself weakly mewing inside of. Sorry, I'm fine. I can have this conversation at any tone you want me to, but your reaction is the same either way. You're going to tell me that I'm uninformed, that I'm ignorant, or that I'm hateful, or that I'm fucking crazy. First of all, you're not going to do that and then tell me that you're very concerned about my well-being. Give me a fucking break. You patronizing assholes. I don't need your approval and I don't seek it. These people do not understand because their entire life is based on seeking approval. On being looked at as someone important and caring. No. You do not get that from me. I do not care. I see you in a very, very deep way. I see you. I see what you believe. I see how easily you believe it. And I see how easily you can tell half the country that they're hateful. But that's you. You're the hateful one. You're the hateful one. That's why you're so quick to try to marginalize and destroy everyone who doesn't agree with you, even though you can't explain your own point of view. And the fact that you can't explain your own point of view means that it's time for you To sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, and listen for a change. Everyone has been convinced 
that because the whole culture is talking about politics, that your little voice is necessary and informed. And if for some reason someone proves to you that you're not at all informed, then immediately you say, well, you know, I guess you might be right, but the truth is I believe what I believe and I know it to be true that Donald Trump is hateful and he makes this country divided. Now, fuck you, Trump supporters! I'm crazy. Ha ha! What did we see this weekend? Did we see riots by Trump supporters? No, of course not. Did we see white supremacist groups out there? No, of course not. Because you know what? There aren't really very many of those. The number of Black Lives Matter and Antifa domestic terrorists far, far, far outnumbers white supremacists. Why? Because Republicans don't tolerate white supremacists either. We're not out there destroying cities because that's not what we do. But it is what Democrats will do. And uh, this morning, my buddy sent me this video that he tweeted. Uh, By the way, my friend, Josh Lakash, he has a uh, podcast called Wrong Opinion. You should check him out. But he posted this video about uh, Black Lives Matter slash Antifa domestic terrorists outside the house of a Biden voter. And the man was on his porch saying, no, no, don't you see the Biden sign? Like, I'm on your side. And the domestic terrorists said, don't tell us how to protest. That's white supremacy. And of course, that's what you get. You made your vote about some morality you don't understand while promoting the most toxic ideologies in the history of humanity, dividing people by race and gender and supporting communism. That is what you did. Own it. No one has to tell you otherwise. No, you didn't vote against hate. You empowered hate. No, you didn't vote against division. You empowered division and you are empowering it right now. You are being intentionally divisive. AOC is calling for truth and reconciliation committees. She wants every Trump supporter and ally to be named and shamed. She wants them to go on a list. People like her on the internet are suggesting that we be put in camps. And then what next? Our families? The idea that any of these Biden voters who pretend to be socially conscious and informed cannot see what's going on is proof positive that they are not socially conscious, nor informed. They went out in droves to protest at the White House and, and party in the streets in New York. They were actively filming themselves celebrating the end of the coronavirus. 
What do you think that means? Aaron Rupar, one of the dumbest people on Twitter, was mad about the celebration at the Notre Dame game. And then a few hours later, overjoyed at a similar celebration for Joe Biden. Because, of course, everyone knows that you can't get COVID while you're supporting communists. And then the temerity of these people, it is unbelievable. There are people posting about how after this weekend, everyone should do the responsible thing and get tested. Oh, really? So your point is that we could have all done this stuff all the time as long as we were responsible enough to go get tested afterward. Really? Okay, well, that's not what you told us because what you told us is that masks work and also that coronavirus is extremely deadly. And if you challenge either of those false narratives, then you are killing everybody's grandmother. Except the thing is, the people killing everybody's grandmother were the Democratic governors who put sick people into nursing homes. And one of my favorite investigations that will come as the result of this fallout, of this attempted theft of the American society by communists. One of the results is that we're going to find a hell of a lot of people who died in nursing homes voted. And we're going to find out that a hell of a lot of homeless people who were housed in hotels in San Francisco and Los Angeles, they voted too. Guess who they voted for? Follow the show at I'm Your Moderator on Instagram and Parler. I have a substack, I'mYourModerator.substack.com. If this is your first episode, you might want to go listen to the trailer of the show called Get Rooted. It kind of gives you a little information about how the show works. Um, kind of the episodes that are more of like the pillars of the show and of my philosophy are the essay episodes uh, on theorism, apocalypse now, revisionist history, and controlled demolition. Um, if your primary thing is the race and gender narrative in the country, go listen to the apocalypse now episode and you will understand where I am coming from on all of that stuff. Um, thank you to all the new listeners. Thank you to, uh, everybody that's been there since day one or any time between who's been supporting and sharing the show. I really am honored by your support and thank you for it very much. Um, you guys have, uh, really kept my spirits up this weekend while I was just being ritually abused by people from the party of tolerance and love. Um, I will be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Listen to Hope's Fall. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parlor at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm your moderator.substack.com, where you can donate, 
or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Acting as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofi. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!